Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 through 33. Jesus heals two blind men. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, crying loudly, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their eyes were opened. Then Jesus sternly ordered them, See that no one knows of this. But they went away and spread the news about him throughout that district. Jesus heals one who was mute. After they had gone away, a demoniac who was mute was brought to him. And when the demon had been cast out, the one who had been mute spoke. And the crowds were amazed and said, Never has anything like this been seen in Israel. This is the story of faith and faithful struggle. Thanks be to God. Let us be in a spirit of prayer. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each one of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. And may we, like Samuel, cry out and say, Speak, Lord, for we are listening. Amen. We're continuing our series on healing. We're hearing from the gospel message each week of Jesus' wonderful works in the world. Those who collect beach glass, like this, often become archaeologists seeking out any markings or clues as to the story of the original piece. It often takes much time to bring out the truth behind it. This week, we acknowledge the power of truth-telling as a healing property. There are stories that have shaped our lives, leaving us without the ability to see who we truly are in the eyes of God and leaving us without the ability to speak to the depth of our stories of struggle. We focus on the importance of recovery of mental health, reclaiming our sense of who we are, and being able to proclaim new redemptive stories of divine worth. You are beloved. No doubt you struggle. We all do. But we remind each other on Sunday mornings that God loves us just as we are, whether we're struggling or whether we're sure of who we are. Truth-telling is healing, and that's the truth. God loves you. Stories are healing. The stories that have hurt us, the stories that have healed us, they all help us to understand who we are. The story we've just heard can also be liberating. Notice the agency that the disabled persons have in this story in the Gospel of Matthew. These men are not one-dimensional characters. 
The two men followed Jesus before they were healed. They knew Jesus through means other than sight. They had prophetic vision. It isn't until after they are healed that they disobey by telling their story. Walter Wilson, in his book, Healing in the Gospel of Matthew, writes, a certain irony presents itself. Then, insofar as the two men can be understood to signify discipleship more effectively before they are healed than after they are healed. The men in the story could not be silent. They had to share their story with the community, the wondrous thing that had occurred. Perhaps part of their healing was this truth-telling, and their truth is bigger than this one instance. The healing narratives in Matthew represent a bigger truth, the truth that God in Jesus has come to heal us all, to bring us all out of the shadows and into the light, the light of love, the light of comfort. This is a story about individual healing and eschatological deliverance for all of us for the future forever. Our stories, our lives are tangled in the web of God's love. Our truth and our stories liberate us and connect us to one another. This week is about mental health. Some of us have the experience of pain and brokenness related to telling stories about us that create a persona that is not really true. Things that people say about us, things that we feel about ourselves that aren't what God has truly created. God's beloved. You are God's beloved child. We were perhaps left in these times when we don't tell the truth about ourselves without the ability to see who we truly are in the eyes of God. Reclaiming our sense of who we are, being able to see and hear anew and then proclaim our redemptive stories of divine worth about ourselves is part of the healing of our minds and souls. Sometimes when we find new freedom, we're able to share our stories. And it's important to change that stigma around mental illness so more people will seek help and embrace the truth of what they are experiencing so they can find relief. Many are dealing with some form of mental illness, and this is especially acute in this moment of the pandemic and the uncertainty and the unrest. Many of us are experiencing more anxiety than we ever have in our lives. The boldness of the centurion asking Jesus for help can be seen as an inspiration for us to be bold in voicing our experience as the church promises to be a compassionate, non-judgmental, and safe space in our response. What can we do to become that kind of community? That's who we should be. The people who listen to one another, the people who love one another because God has first loved us. You may remember an old movie called Crocodile Dundee where the reporter who comes from the big city is used to seeing therapists to talk through her troubles and and that's a really important thing for everyone to consider to have someone with whom to talk those things through someone who is skilled someone who's experienced and can help in a special way but you may also remember the response of the man from the australian outback who says 
We just tell a friend. But telling our stories is so important. Actually expressing them aloud is so important. There are so many things going on in our lives right now. The pandemic is certainly huge for all of us. It has made there be so many life changes for us that it's hard to deal with. And so sometimes we need an opportunity to talk that through. Even the, the coming of the vaccine, even the scheduling of the vaccine, the receiving of the vaccine, all of those things prompt big emotional responses from us big hopes, big fears, and we need to acknowledge that there are places in our lives where we feel unsteady. And one of the great ways to work through that is to talk about it. So as always, I encourage you to reach out to someone at Wesley, to a friend, to me, to someone else, to someone in the mental health profession, to talk through these things, to work through these things. And if you're not ready to do that yet, sometimes, Another tool, another way to do that is a spiritual discipline in this season of Lent, in this season of spiritual disciplines, which is to journal, to spend some time writing your thoughts, getting your thoughts out. For me, sometimes it's difficult to sit with my thoughts if they make me feel anxious or sad or afraid. And so I, I sort of move out of that opportunity and I, I cover it up by noise, by listening to podcasts, listening to the radio, watching TV. But sometimes we need to sit in the silence, the place where God always is. But when we are silent, we can hear God's presence. God, the ultimate friend, the one who created us, who loves us, who listens to us always. So tell those stories and be made whole. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. Amen.